This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, Episode 97. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. As you can hear, it's quite a big storm raging outside. I'm up at the cottage this week. It's been a pretty amazing week. It started off getting, uh, well, it started off very, very hot. But today's Friday. It's a very cold and rainy Friday morning. And I don't know if you can hear, but I'm just literally sticking another piece of wood or two on the log fire. It's starting to warm up. Um... So, welcome back to the show, and pretty excited for this episode, number 97, closing in on the 100, and uh, firstly, uh, thank you for the amazing feedback from last week's show, and so many of you were asking about the the, uh, podcasting program that Joel and I are rolling out, that'll happen in the next couple of weeks, so watch out for your inbox. There are still a couple of places. We only have 10 opening openings for this. It's, so we're calling it the Founders Club. It's essentially a done-for-you podcasting service. I believe the power of podcasting is amazing. It's immense and it's getting stronger all the time. So I'd really be encouraging you to check that out. I'd love to show you how that works. It's a great way to boost your brand and a great way to get more listings and make more sales. So that's that's happening. This episode is all about Facebook marketing, and I'm going to introduce you to a very interesting fellow shortly. And one of the um, one of the most interesting things I found in all of this is that the average Australian, and I'm sure these figures are the same for NZ as well, but the average Australian is spending 12 and a half hours a week on Facebook, and that's a lot. And the, another interesting stat that I learned from today's guest is that the amount of money spent on Facebook marketing in the US in 2017 for the first time ever will exceed all of the TV advertising. So I'm not talking about advertising on YouTube or Instagram or any other social media platform. This is just Facebook. So we're about to, or Steve, my guest today, Steve Osborne from Identity Marketing, is about to profile a real estate agent who can attribute $230,000 in commission in a certain period of time. And Steve will give you the numbers. And I would encourage you to go to the show notes and watch a very interesting, very short, but very interesting video that Steve's put together. And it's a real case study on what he did with this agent. He even shows us her videos, how she puts them together and how he's getting all of these impressions. And an impression is when you when somebody sees you or your your content basically in their in their newsfeed so um really interesting stuff this guy is an expert so i'm going to hand it over my first question to steve was i was interested to know why real estate agents should be considering facebook marketing i think it's because everyone is using social media so like if you look at the stats in australia 90 percent of the adult population has an active social media account and i think people are actually making their minds up about who they're going to use well and truly before they've even met the real estate agent. And this isn't just in real estate, this is in other industries as well. So it's really about 
creating content and then understanding how to use social media to distribute it at scale to people who are on your database and people who are in your marketplace and just making sure that they're seeing your video content every single day. Um, so that way, by the time they actually do need your services, you're already at the top of the shopping list. Okay. Now, you just said something there that uh, that that piqued my interest because I see a lot of uh, images on Facebook marketing and real estate agents using yes. images. Are you saying they should be using video every time? A combination of both. So we we use images on people's Facebook pages and we usually have a posting formula to work out what what types of images we should be posting and when we should be posting them. But with the video, video, well, half of all content consumed online is actually video through social media. So if you look at all of the internet traffic around the world, half of it is video being watched on social media. So if you understand the types of people that are, are going onto social media, they're actually looking for a bit of passive entertainment, a little bit of escapism. So it might be while they're lining up, waiting for their coffee, or it might be while they're, you know, the ads on TV and they, they open up social media and they start looking at video. So if you've got video and you're actually talking to people through social media and you've got a different piece of video content that's out there every single day, it's really hard for people to ignore you because your content's always in their feed. Okay. Okay. But your content's got to be good because there's so much stuff out there and, you know, it's increasingly hard to engage, Yes. you know, a, a, lot, of our, a lot of our audience and our markets. So maybe um, a question without notice, I guess, but what are some of your clients doing to uh, some of your clients who, have, who are enjoying success? What are they doing to, to make this work for them? What kind of content are they doing? So really what we do is we spend some time with our clients working out what are the problems that their clients have. So whether it's, you know, they're in a, in a town where there's a lot of investors, you know, it might be that the types of content that suits them is tips to increase the value of their investment property or you know, how to actually sell an investment property. So we go and make video content around that and then we target people that have gotten in contact with the agents with that. And it's really just about, um, synthesizing and distributing short stories because they need to be short, sort of around one minute of um, pe- of the agent actually talking about how they help them with that one particular problem. Right, right. Um, one of the issues that I have with with Facebook and that I think a lot of marketing people do is that I I don't actually get to own that name and email address. So, is your marketing does that bring them back to? Um, uh, some kind of invite or lead magnet or, or whatever where where that actually happens? Or are your clients relying on the direct hit or the direct contact um, via the video uh, posting? Okay. Yeah, I think there's a couple of questions in that. And for a long time, a lot of marketers focused hugely on just getting people to land on a particular website, getting them to fill in their contact details. And we we did that definitely and really successfully for a really long period of time. But what we've we've been doing especially in the last six to nine months has been moving away from that and focusing more on building the agent's personal brand so what we try and do is make sure that there's somewhere between one and two thousand people who are seeing like that agent's content every single day and so what that means is you've got a couple of thousand people who are seeing your content every single day so when it is their time to actually do something with real estate you're already on the shopping list because they already know who you are and they're already aware of you. And a really good example for that is we've got one of our clients who's in Port Hedland in Western Australia, which is a mining town, has a lot of investors who buy in there. Um, they'll call her up and um, she'll talk to them about their property, add them to it to their database, and once a week 
one of the guys in our office will go into our database, pull out all of the contacts, we'll import them into Facebook and we'll match them up to either their email address or their phone number. And then we'll save that as a custom audience and they'll start seeing her content. So effectively, without her doing anything, correct, yeah. So without her doing anything or the client doing anything, they just start seeing her content. And so what that that means is for someone interstate who's just spoken to her, they'll just start seeing their content within a week and they think, oh, that's weird. Like I just saw, I just spoke to her the other day. And then that they literally see her content every single day until it's there. Exactly, yeah. So, and then, but then you can you take it back a step to the other people that are in her marketplace. You know, they're at best they're sending out like a quarterly report, um, which is like a, a printout of recent sales by, through the post. Whereas she's got something of video of her talk of her talking directly to them about specific problems that they have every single day on social media where they're already spending their time. Right, right. Um, yeah. So it's a combo, I guess, of organic reach and your retargeting. Is that, yes. is that a good summary? Okay. And, and that probably leads to my next question, and, and I'm not quite sure how to, how to ask it, so I'll just ask it. I guess companies like yours do quite well because this is pretty bloody hard for agents to do, am I right? Yes. Um, there's a lot involved. Like when we look at our campaigns, we have someone working on strategy, we have a, a copywriter, um, we have a digital designer, we have a brand manager, and then a graphic designer. So there's five people uh, and the videographer, six people involved in one campaign. And so to actually make the content and then distribute it in a way where you, you reach people, there's, there's a fair bit of work involved in that. Okay, okay. And um, what kind of budget do I need to consider if I'm like an average agent in an average market? Um, some of your average clients, what have, what have you got to be looking at to, uh, to start making the phone ring here? Yeah, so one, I'll, I'll start at the other end of that, which is, I guess, the, result, the results end. So that client of ours I was just talking about who's in, um, in that mining town, she had over the space of four months 81 appraisals, 22 listings, and $229,000 in fees that was create, created yeah, through, her, through her social media marketing. and. Um, she spends it'd be about two and a half thousand dollars a month she'd be spending on that campaign okay geez that's not a bad roi yeah it's a good return it sits somewhere around about 25 times you know, what she invested but to actually get to that point you need to be spending a reasonable amount on social media there's a lot of people out there that will charge a couple of hundred dollars a month to manage social media and all they're doing is sharing links on your facebook page and i think the there's a much bigger thing involved in that where it's really about targeting consumers. And we've, like, we're working with a corporate group next year. We're, we're putting together this campaign for this a corporate group for, I can't say which state, but one of the states in Australia. And the whole um, targeting around that will be every single buyer at every single open inspection that they run throughout the entire state for the entire year will be targeted through social media. So all the agents will be um, using that HomePass app where it puts contact straight into the database, we've got access to that. We'll import that into Facebook and then run a campaign targeting that. So that for them, that's going to be huge because it'll create massive brand awareness, which will then um, turn into leads, which you know, turns into opportunities and dollars, I guess, once they list the property and sell it. Okay, okay. I was speaking with um, a Best Agents member uh, last week. Uh, we were emailing back and forward, and she... Yes. she um, what had a rush of blood to spend ten thousand dollars on an outdoor 
poster um, right. with her brand and her a slogan. And, and I thought, I said to her, why don't you do something on social media? Because 10 grand would go a long, long way to um, really boosting your brand and you can target the people in your area that um, are looking for it. So um, uh, I just thought that was a no-brainer. That would have been a great way to get started, and and she's going to get some going to get some traction. So, so your lady in Port Hedland, two hundred and twenty nine thousand dollars from a from a um, uh, I yes. guess she was spending twenty five hundred bucks a month. What did she start at, Steve? Did she start spending twenty five hundred, or did she work her way up? No, she started at that. She started at twenty five hundred a month. It was one of those. Um, one of those really good situations where someone takes your advice and then they they do it and they get the results and they're happy with it. Um, yeah, it is funny about that, yeah. Um, so here's another question that I get quite a lot, and I can and uh, I can I can almost hear through the uh, through the podcast people who are listening to this wanting to wanting me to ask this question. Once I start doing this, how long before I can expect expect results? Like serious yeah, results. So, so with um, that campaign, it took about three months before we started to see results, and, and we're still running the campaign for her now. And we started we started it back in April, so we've, we're getting some like, really good traction now. Um, and we find at around about that six month stage, that's when it really starts to kick in. And I think like a couple of years ago, we sat down with one of our clients and we looked at they gave us access to their database and we looked at their last one thousand sales. And it took, on average, seven months for someone to actually go through one of their open homes, be added to their database, and then go on and list their property for sale. So that process took seven months. And so I think in real estate, there's this long period of time where people are thinking about real estate. They're not sure what they're doing. They're looking at their options. They're going through lots of different open homes. And then they realize, okay, I can afford this. and I can probably do this. I should probably get an agent out to look at my home. And that process seems to take three to sort of six or seven months and so those the longer period campaigns work really well because if you've met someone at an open and they literally see your content every single day for seven months like it's a no-brainer for them to give you a call and it's time to do something with the home because they've seen your content every day it's like it's hard for them to get away from it and some people say to me oh that's too much they shouldn't see your content every day but i think if you look at a social media feed like if someone's con- if your content if you see content in a feed you just keep scrolling up if you don't want to see it it's not like um it's not like getting you know an email every single day or five emails every single day or something in your letterbox every single day from a real estate agent that would be annoying but on social media people know just to keep moving and i think if you don't have something in someone's feed for too long like for a week or two weeks all of a sudden you're no longer relevant and there's someone else doing doing that exact same thing so being there every single day is really important yep Yep. Uh, guys, if you've just tuned in or if you're wondering what we're uh, banging on about, I'm talking with Steve Osborne, who is Sales Director at Identity Marketing. And you can check out more about what the guys are up to at identity.marketing. Check it out. Um, and uh, a question I had, Steve, am I going to have more cut through, more power? Am I going to get a faster ROI if I'm targeting and okay, you mentioned Port Hedland. It's a centre. It's it's. I wouldn't call it an isolated town, but it's a it's an area clearly by itself in WA. Like you said, it's a mining town. Um, yes. So okay, there probably is some isolation to it. Uh, if I'm in the suburbs of Sydney or Melbourne or Adelaide, um, is that going to be is that going to be harder for me? 
you might need a slightly higher media spend, but it, it's not harder. It's really just about having the, the, the right content created. So what we do is we sit down with people, we work out what content suits them, suits their audience, and then what content you know their competitors are doing just to make sure there's a bit of, bit of separation between them and their competition. And then we um, script that all out, have that all filmed, comes back to us, we then run that out through the campaign, have the image posts that go with that as well, and then just um, yeah, just roll that out. I think um, it's really just about consistency, and we see like a lot of agents, whether that's in you know, like a mining town or in a CBD, they'll start something for a while, they'll get some good traction with it, and then they'll stop because they just don't have time to do it because they're too busy now, and then they start being not busy because they're not marketing anymore, and so then they sort of have these peaks um, and dips in their career where they've got lots of listings, no listing, lots of listings, no listing. So we just come across the top and really just help give that consistency, which allows them to have more potential and then scale their business. And, um, and I, yeah, and I think like inside of CBDs, you get really good results as well. And usually we'll find there's more people coming through open homes in those in the CBDs. And databasing now is more important than ever before because it's so much more cost effective to actually send Facebook content to a custom audience, which is made up from your database, as opposed to just targeting an area. Because if you're just targeting, say, a postcode like 3000 in Melbourne, you're now you're not just competing with the other real estate agents targeting content in that postcode. You're competing with all the cafes and all the shops and all the hairdressers and, and Coke or whoever's sending ads to that particular postcode. So, if you, But if you've got a database, it's, it's a lot cheaper per person to reach them as opposed to reaching just a, a certain area. So, yeah, keep... If, as long as agents are databasing, they'll get some really good results. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the beautiful thing about your model, and and you guys are specialising, um, specialising in marketing for or helping real estate, real estate agents. agents. Yes, um, that's what I was trying to say. Thank you. The, but the beautiful thing is, um, it's not like your clients are selling a pair of jeans with a eighty dollar markup or something. I mean, um, uh, you know, c- commissions are a healthy amount, and I mean, yes. I, I'm not saying that we don't earn it because we do. We have to work very, very hard. And we also have the uh, the conflict often that you know we'll uh, we we might market a property and spend time and energy and trying to sell it and and we don't sell it we're not successful and um, so you know we go without so there is always a risk factor but that's that kind of goes with the territory but I guess the thing I like about identity marketing is that you guys are really you you really know this space so um, I guess what your clients are getting you're probably getting a proven formula for something that actually knows. You, that, that you know it's going to work. So um, my question then following on from that is if you start something and for some reason, and the beautiful thing about Facebook is you can measure it, I guess, automatically or straight away. Uh, if, you're not, yes. if you're not getting the cut through or the traction, um, do, you, do you quickly change gears and, and reinvent the campaign? Yeah, we do. It's, it's funny you say that because we were, we were having this, um, this debate internally this week. One of our campaigns wasn't getting... Um, cut through and the agent had this idea that we just really didn't want to use because it just I guess it sort of goes against um, probably some of the principles of design is probably the best way to put it and um, anyway we decided to take his advice it turns out that people like really respond to responded really well to it so he's got photos of him doing certain real real estate things and then we've got text above it and below in sort of like a meme fashion that's kind of funny um, but it actually works really well because he's got a really quirky sense of humor. And so I think people that are following him are seeing this content and they're going, ah, that, that makes so much sense because he talks like that and he says that. 
So a huge part of social media is really understanding the personality of the person who's on the other side of that because you can't fake it um, because people see you, they meet you, they know you, and then they see a different you on social media. So if you've got that consistency between the two, it makes a lot of sense. And yeah, and his, his market's responding really well to, the, to these um, memes of him you know, doing some funny real estate things. Yeah. Well, first rule of marketing, I guess I'm sure you agree, don't be boring. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I can see that. Uh, I mean, look, anybody who's anybody in in real estate in in Australia, and and are you also working with agents in New Zealand? Yeah, in New Zealand as well. We um, and what we do is we we collaborate with their videographers, so we write all the scripts for them, have a good like Skype conversation like this with their videographers, and then make sure that they know what they're filming. They send it back to us, and then each week we just edit the content and put it together and make sure they've got that consistency in their campaign yeah cool cool okay well uh they're all the questions that i had um how do we get in touch with you is it best just to go to identity.marketing yeah identity.marketing or if someone wants to email me it's steve at identity.marketing beautiful all right thanks so much for your time man oh before I, before you go um sure. y- your team's in the grand final this weekend what are you thinking no worries oh no worries <laughs> I was I was in um, Richmond last week, and they've they, they had like on the main street of Richmond, they've got all these like different signs everywhere saying "crush them." But I, I don't know. I think I think Adelaide's been playing really well. I think we've got a really good chance of taking it home this weekend. Well, it's very exciting. And um, somebody was telling me Adelaide has never lost a grand final. Am I right? That's right. Ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Um, they took them both home. So. We should, should hopefully be taking one home this weekend as well. You guys will be unbearable. Well, to all my South Australian <laughs> listeners and friends, um, uh, I follow North Melbourne, so um, um, I'm, I'm ambivalent. But but good luck to you guys. I, I hope you can bring it home. Cheers. Thanks, Thank mate. You. Take care. It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial and for special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray.